This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at Ravinia.org. Good morning and welcome to Friday and welcome to National Donut Day. I'm Erin Allen and this is The Rundown. Last month, my colleague Justin Bull talked on the show about the lead problem we have here in Chicago. The city is home to more lead service lines than any other major metropolitan area in the country. Also last month, the Environmental Protection Agency announced how it's going to split federal funds to replace lead service lines nationwide. The Bipartisan Infrastructure Act set aside $15 billion over five years, and Illinois will receive $230 million. My colleague Indy Kara is reporting on this, and she talked to Cindy Roper, who's with the National Resources Defense Council. Roper says the money is important to start addressing all of this, but there's more to the problem than just replacing the water pipes. Roper says we need to be thinking about who removes the pipes, and water utilities should be paying for the replacement. We cannot be charging residents to replace the portion of the service line under private property because we are going to end up with people who cannot afford to replace those pipes. In Chicago, homeowners with a household income below 80 percent of the area median income are eligible for free service line replacement. It's been about a year since the deadly mass shooting in Highland Park. Now, Illinois lawmakers have passed a measure that deals with security at public gatherings. My colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting that the measure allows law enforcement to use drones at events like parades and festivals, but not political protests and marches. Supporters say this would give police one more tool to keep the public safe. But Liza Roberson-Young with the ACLU of Illinois says it could be a slippery slope. We don't want this to be the beginning of, um, you know, a gradual expansion of these exceptions in the law that um, uh, eventually undermines the prohibition against violating people's First Amendment and privacy rights. The measure would also prohibit law enforcement from outfitting drones with weapons or facial recognition software in most cases. It awaits the governor's signature. There's a report out from the Chicago Urban League called The State of Black Chicago. My colleague Adorna Migade took a look at the findings, and basically the city is still divided along racial lines. The report highlights staggering differences in outcomes between black and white residents involving education, income, and policing. For example, the average white median household income is more than double that of the average black household. And as the Black population shrinks, 85,000 Black residents have moved away from Chicago since 2010. The Urban League is predicting a ripple of impact. Local businesses will close, public schools and Black neighborhoods will continue to underperform, and Black residents will be pushed out of their neighborhoods. The Chicago Urban League says the city should seriously consider adopting various types of reparations, like direct cash payments, to address this. And now for a few quick hits. The proposed Illinois budget for next year includes a lot, 
But what some folks think it's missing is $5 million advocates wanted to replace food benefits that were stolen in a nationwide spree. The federal government is reimbursing benefits, formerly called food stamps, that were stolen since October. But advocates want Illinois to join other states that are going back further and replace benefits stolen from January to September of 2022. State lawmakers have approved a measure that requires Illinois to track benefits stolen electronically. The bill and the proposed state budget still need the governor's signature. And I've been talking here and there about an investigation from WBEZ and the Sun-Times looking into the fallout from the closure of 50 schools 10 years ago. The Chicago schools that absorbed students from the ones that closed are now struggling. The district invested more than $150 million in these welcoming schools for new computers and some of their programs and repairs. But the investigation finds that nearly all the welcoming schools are dealing with low enrollment and constrained budgets. You can read the full report at WBEZ.org. As for the weather, listen up. The Illinois Environmental Protection Agency has issued an air quality alert for all of Illinois today. In a statement, the Illinois EPA says air quality is expected to be unhealthy for sensitive groups, including those with respiratory and pulmonary disorders. They're saying to keep cool and limit physical activity. Temperature-wise, we'll be back in the upper 80s by this afternoon, mostly sunny again today with some clouds. This weekend is looking about the same, a little cooler on Sunday, though, in the low 80s. And that's it for now, but this afternoon on The Rundown, I'll talk to an artist whose work leans into the structures that we often overlook. I grew up in a house that was built in the 50s and the 60s that have these particular motifs. Mm. And uh, I think I never thought about them as something that have cultural value uh, until I start traveling back and forth. Edra Soto's most recent installation at the Hyde Park Art Center is reminiscent of home, no matter where that is for you. I'll talk to her about it today at 2 o'clock. I'm Erin Allen. Thanks for listening.